I chose you. This phrase kind of goes in the face of modern American independence. I do what I want because I want to. And it neglects to see the primacy of God's reaching out first. In our first reading in Acts of the Apostles, we hear this encounter between Peter, we know Peter, and Cornelius, who's a centurion. He's an archer in the Roman army. And God is preparing this encounter. He's stirring up something in Cornelius's heart. Cornelius is an outsider. He's not Jewish. He's a Gentile. And God opens up Cornelius's heart and he leads Peter to encounter him. And so we hear this encounter today. And so Cornelius wants to make a response to the God who's stirring something in his heart. And so he he bows down in homage to Peter and Peter's like, uh, get up. <laughs> like, I'm not God. And, and Peter's like, let me tell you about Jesus. And in speaking about Jesus, that him and the disciples see how Cornelius and the people there receive the Holy Spirit. And they're puzzled because they're like, well, this person's not Jewish. This is an outsider. And yet God is giving him and his household the Holy Spirit. So they see God's initiative there, and they respond accordingly. So first, Cornelius had responded the best he could, but he tried to respond, and God worked through it. And now Peter sees what God is doing, and Peter responds by having him and his whole household baptized. So the initiative here is from God. That if anyone is led to faith, it is because God is drawing them. And then both Cornelius and Peter, in their own ways, they see what God is doing and they respond accordingly. 1 John 4 says this today, In this is love. Not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as expiation for our sins. You see, you and I, we, I didn't ask to be born. I'm grateful for it. You and I, we, we didn't ask to be born. And then, and then we were in sin, and God doesn't just stand back but he sends Jesus to come to us. We, we didn't like earn something. It wasn't because we were perfect that God came. It wasn't even because we asked God to come. God of his own initiative chooses to come and he loves us. That while we were in sin, Jesus lays down his life for us. This is what love is. Love is I love and do what's good for the sake of the other, for the sake of the other. This is how we know what love is. And so when we struggle to love ourselves, when I struggle to do what's good for another, when I struggle to love others, 
The source of the problem is actually that I haven't fully received God's love for me. So maybe even in our own families, maybe it's us, but maybe in our own families, we see people who they're not great at loving. Or maybe people we work with, like they're not great at loving. Where's the problem? Well, maybe a lot of things, but part of it is where do we know love, true love? It's from God. It's by first being receptive to God's love poured out for me. It then changes me and allows me to love others. That's where it starts with the Lord. In our gospel, Jesus says it this way. It was not you who chose me, but I who chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit that will remain. Again, Jesus chooses us not because we're great, but because he's great. When priests are ordained, they make a little prayer card to kind of commemorate the day, but also, more importantly, as a reminder, they give those to people so that people can continue to pray for the priest. And so when I was ordained 13 years ago-ish, um, the scripture that I chose for the back of my prayer card is this line. It was not you who chose me, but I who chose you. That even in my own life, I was, I am very aware of how blessed. Even I remember walking with someone in college. I was walking through the college campus my senior year, and I had this feeling in my heart. I said, if I died today, I would die the happiest man in the world. I just feel so blessed. I, I'm happy to be alive. I have faith, the gift of faith God's given me. I, I have friends. I have family. I have talents. I just feel, and I, I, didn't, I didn't like earn that. I didn't go ask for, I didn't request a family. You know, like I didn't, I didn't ask for the talents I have. That it's all sheer gift. And so I felt, I've always felt very blessed in that way. It doesn't mean there weren't hardships and difficulties. But even in my life as I walked my journey, I had my own plan mapped out. And then God said, I actually want you to go be a priest. And I was like, well, um, I have my plan. Okay, but, but, I, but I realized in that was I actually, there's different ways to say this, but I'll just say I didn't want to be a priest. I had my own path planned, but I felt God saying, I want you. And I'm like, but I'm weak. I know, like, I could, I don't know, I, I, I could turn people off from the faith. And, and I felt like God saying, no, I still want you. I said, all right, Lord, I trust more in you and your plan and what I can't see than what I can see and have control over. But that's true for all of us. That God, none of us would be here today, not, not just physically, but even physically in this church. We wouldn't be here unless God chose us. God drew us. God is doing something in our lives. And you and I, by being here today, we've responded and said, 
I don't know why I'm here. Maybe, maybe someone in my family dragged me. Maybe, maybe I just, it's been a while. Maybe I was hopeful. Maybe I'm looking for something. But regardless, it's the Lord who's drawing me. The Lord who's chosen me and invited you and I to respond. So I, I have this image that I think of God, and these, these scriptures really help paint it out for me, is that God is always like this. He's always extending his hand. That he, even just the fact that we're alive means he's extending the, the hand of life to us. And our entire lives are about responding to that invitation, to receiving what he's giving us, and, and making our own response. That's what it is. Uh, one example of this, especially on this Mother's Day, is every child given to a mother or a father, a family, is a gift from God. We, we really, we don't know who he or she is. We don't know what they're going to be like nature or nurture, we don't know what's going on there, you know, but like, here, this is a, a child, a gift, given to us by God for a time. And we're invited to make a response of love to God and to this child, to give of ourselves the best that we can. And, and, and very often, especially with children, God bless my own parents, that, that, that children are not always easy to love. That Right? It's like, and I think that's something I see, <laughs> I see happening more and more with our college students is parents trying to handcraft everything. You know, I think we even had someone a month ago, this parent showed up and just dragged their student home. They're like, you're not doing what we want you to do. We're worried about you, so we're going to, I was like, we call that kidnapping, but no. Like, <laughs> But what precisely the, the art and love of it is, I can't control you. But I can make a gift of love to you, to love you as you are. To not try to change you, but, but invite you to want to change, to become the person God's calling you to be. To you to choose to say yes to grow in virtue and holiness and your relationship with God. And I can't choose that for you. But I can choose it myself. I can choose to respond to the invitation before me to turn to God in relationship, to turn and try to grow in virtue. Recently, I was talking to a mother who just had her second child, and she had asked for my prayers. And so eventually I called her, and I said, hey, how's it going? And she said, well, we think our child might have Down syndrome, but we're not really sure. And I, I, I didn't know what to say, and I don't think I said what the right thing, but I just said, um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that, that the child is, she's not what you were hoping for. And the mother replied, she's perfect. And I said, well, I, yeah, yes, yes, you're right, thank you. Um, I, said, I said, I know there's going to be challenges. And she said, we feel grateful that God chose us. We don't get to choose our families, but we do get to choose how we respond to them. That's the invitation. 
It doesn't always feel like a blessing, but it's meant to become a blessing. It's an invitation to accept what God has given us and choose to accept it also. That if this is what God has chosen for me in my life, the good, the bad, and the ugly, by His grace and with Him, I can't do it without Him, to choose to respond also, to say yes to His will. I think that's what joy is. In, in our, if you go back and look at the prayers and readings for today, there's a lot about joy. These, these days of joy, the opening prayer said, these days of joy, knowing that God has conquered everything, knowing that God is with us, that my joy might be in you and your joy might be complete. And I think joy is knowing that I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. That doesn't make it easy. That somehow I am exactly where I'm supposed to be and God is with me. And so I choose to be right here with him with me.